Hey, happy Sunday, and welcome back to Uncharted Faith. I know it's been a minute, but there have been a lot of different things going on in my life, including school and including me working on my recovery. And I just want to share with you for a few minutes what the Lord put on my heart. I was listening to my girl, Sarah Jakes Roberts, and she has this beautiful message called Blind, Broken, and Blessed. And it just probably one of the top three sermons I've heard in my whole life. Um, if you have the time, I'll go ahead and put a link next to it when I share this video. But something that I was praying about this morning and uh, just about a few weeks ago, I'm over here swimming in a pool of fear, of doubt, of worry, and that's all I know. I felt backed up against a wall because financially, I didn't know where the money was coming from. I have money coming in from school loans, things like that. That's really not relevant right now, but I didn't know where money was going to be coming from, and I'm praying about it. And I accepted the consequences of my behavior since I kind of flippantly had quit my last job due to personal circumstances. And again, when I did that, I was living purely in fear. And so a lot of my decisions were based off of an emotional decision. They were based out of fear, out of worry, out of I don't know how to handle this. And I don't know what to do next, but I know that I can't keep going this direction. So even though in that moment I made that decision based off of what I thought was best for my mental health, I did not seek God first in those moments, and I did not seek His face. I did not reach out to the hand of somebody else to help me. I just made these decisions thinking I'm grown and this is the right thing to do, and that was wrong. So now I'm backed up against a wall with my finances and I don't know. I literally feel like it's a Red Sea moment where God, I'm looking at him saying, I've accepted all this and I don't know what to do. And I just heard this whisper saying, just keep doing the next right thing. And I have people today that I reach out to and they are godly women, people that love the Lord and people that are strong in their own recovery, not just with any kind of addiction, but they're strong in their recovery of this thing called life. Because I don't know about you, but I've been knocked down a time or two. I don't know about you, but I've made some mistakes. And I don't know about you, but I've broken a lot of relationships. I've burned a lot of bridges. And then when the bridge started to be repaired, I went and lit it on fire again. So I don't know about you and if life has ever knocked you down. I don't know if it's ever affected your outside circumstances or if it's an internal battle that you carry alone. But we all carry a battle. We all carry these demons and we all carry this thing within us that we don't know what to do. So I'm sitting here and I listened to this message by Sarah Jakes Roberts about broken and blind and blessed. And I thought about Peter. I thought about the time when he was sitting in the boat with his disciples and all of a sudden they see Jesus walking on the water and they don't know it's him and they think it's a ghost and they're scared and they're terrified. And I used to kind of brag and say, oh, I'd be a Peter. I'd just jump out of that boat. But Jesus never asked Peter to come out of the boat. Peter was a little rambunctious. Peter was like, I'm going to go ahead and just jump out of this boat and I don't really care what happens. And I don't know if you've ever been a Peter where you've just made a decision and just kind of jumped and acted on it. But I want you to know today that even when we do that, even when we jump out of the boat, when Jesus doesn't tell us to come out or when God hasn't told us to take that next step, when his eyes were still on Jesus, he was able to walk on water. He was able to do something no other human being has ever been able to do. 
And so I think of these disciples that are sitting there waiting in the boat. And Peter, I'm sure, is the loudmouth of the group. I'm sure he's the one to sit here and to question Jesus, ask Jesus, whatever. I mean, he's the one that cut off the ear of the, the soldier. And Jesus didn't tell him to do that either. But what did Jesus do in that moment? He picked up the ear and he healed the man. He put the ear back on the man where Peter, Peter likes to act irrationally. And I'm a Peter sometimes. I'm not the Peter that I painted in my this picture in my head thinking, oh, well, I've got all this faith. I'm just going to jump out of the boat and Jesus, Jesus will hold me up. Peter didn't know that. Peter was just, he flippantly made this decision. And I want you to know today that even in our, in those moments where we jump out of the boat and we jump ahead of God, that if our eyes are fixed on Jesus, he will let us walk on water. He can mend our brokenness. He can mend our mistakes. He can mend those moments where we take the sword and we cut off the ear of the soldier. Because there's times in my life that have been bloody, that have been broken, and I'm looking at the situation around me, and I don't know how to get out of it. I don't know if there's any saving grace. But these last 25 days have been some of the best days of my life. And I'm in recovery. I have 25 days continuous sober today and and what happened this last time was that there was a switch there was a switch that said I want more not to drink than I want to still keep drinking and that was a God thing because on my own I'm not like that I always reach for the bottle because these emotions were too much life is too much my mental health the depression the anxiety are consuming me so what do I and there was a switch and there was a God moment And some of these women that I have in my life today, I think of their smiles. I think of their genuineness. I think of the fact that they're willing to pick up the phone and talk to me no matter what. Today, when things happen and things get a little crazy and the storm is is ripping and roaring all around me, I don't keep it to myself. I pick up the phone and I talk about it. When I was doing my fundamentals of criminal law and I'm sitting here and I'm reading about murderers and rapists that got away, or maybe got a slap on the hand, and all this anger is fueling up inside my gut, I knew I didn't have to carry that alone today. So I picked up the phone and I called someone. And about almost 10 times out of 10, somehow God is always brought into the picture. You need to pray about it. You need to let this go. Maybe this is time for healing. Maybe this is time for this. Have you ever dealt with this? And I am challenged by these questions and I'm challenged to push through these emotions rather than letting these emotions consume me and then by extension dictate my behavior. So today God is at work and I don't even see it, but I know that I'm just following and listening to his leading and listening to his guiding. But there are these moments in my life and I'll I'll end with this. I was thinking about these emails the other day because I don't like it when I get emails from newegg.com, from Zala Hair Extensions, from Comic-Con, like all these things. I get flooded with all these emails because at a certain point, I wanted what they were offering. But now at this season of my life, it's time to unsubscribe from them. And the Lord just gently reminded me that there are things in your life that you need to unsubscribe from. You need to unsubscribe from the worry and the fear that controls you. You need to know that I've got you in this moment. Because each of those moments that have flared up this past month where I didn't know what to do, but I picked up the phone and called someone, the Lord was strengthening my faith. 
And the Lord was strengthening my perseverance, showing me that this doesn't have to take you under ever again. And there have been some changes in my life that I have made, whether it's trying a different church, whether it's trying a different job or whatever, um, not trying a different job. The Lord has given me a job and I'm working very hard, but I pray over it. But there are certain things in my life that I have to unsubscribe to. Codependency, I have to unsubscribe to it. I don't sit around and wait for someone to show up. I make plans today. But there is a season of your life right now that God is calling you to unsubscribe to. And he wants you to know that if you act like Peter and you jump out of the boat, if your eyes remain on him, he's got you. It's when we take our eyes off of him that we start to sink. It's when we start to just go flippantly crazy. But the thing that Peter always did right was that his mess-ups were in front of the Savior. And even when he denied Christ three times, Jesus already told him he was going to do it. Don't you know that any mistakes or any worry or any doubt or any faithlessness that you think that you have today or that you're carrying by yourself today, Christ, God already knows. He already knows your troubles. And he loves you all the same. And don't for one minute think that, well, because I have fear, it means I have no faith. No. There's going to come a point right now in your life where God is going to flip that seesaw. And even though you're consumed by fear, you're going to say, I've got enough faith to keep doing what I know to be doing right now. And whether that's tithing, whether that's praying, whatever that looks like in your world, God wants you to keep walking in faith because that fear eventually will subside. It's not going to subside and then you walk in the faith and then you obey. It's not how that works. And so I just want to encourage you today that there are these moments where we act irrationally like Peter. But God's got us, but we have to keep our eyes on him. And for each season of our life, God will give us enough strength to get through that moment today. You have enough strength. If you know Jesus Christ is your personal savior, you have enough strength to make it through each moment today because God isn't going to leave you high and dry. But that might mean you have to reach out to someone. That might mean you have to get honest with someone and with with God and in your prayer time. You need to get honest. The Bible says to confess our sins one to another. So I do that today. If I start thinking about a drink or fantasizing about something or if I have lust coming into my heart or into my mind, I share that with someone today. Because I don't want to be a Christian that just is hanging out in the back of the boat and shows up to church on Sunday and says a couple prayers before meals. I don't want to be that kind of Christian today. Know that God's got you no matter what. Know that God loves you no matter what. And at any point, if you start to lean on him, that seesaw can flip a little bit to where that faith is going to overcome that fear, to where that, where that faith is going to overcome that doubt and that worry. God's got you today. I love you, and I hope you guys have the best Sunday of your lives. Before we wrap up, sorry about that. I just want to pray with you this morning. So if you are in the same kind of boat that I'm in, and sometimes you're the other disciples where we're just hanging out to see what happens, and your faith and your your relationship with God has become lackadaisical, or if you're Peter and you just like to jump and think about it later, And maybe there's some consequences going on in your life right now that that are consequences. They're the consequences of your behavior and of your action. So I'm just going to go ahead and pray over those moments and pray that we always 
keep our eyes on Jesus and when, when it fades and when we shift our gaze, we know that God's got us. So God, I just invite you into this moment. I pray for every listener. I pray for every person that's that's uh, listening right now. And I pray, God, that your presence and your spirit is among us. Father, I pray that we take that fear with us next time so that our faith can be strengthened, that our fear doesn't cripple us and paralyze us. Father, I pray for those moments when we've acted as Peter and we've just jumped out of the boat without even thinking, without even warning, without listening for you to say, come. Because in that moment, Father, you didn't call Peter, you didn't call Peter to come. You just did it. So God, when we act in those moments, Father, I pray that you help us to keep our eyes fixed on you. And even though when we take our eyes off and we sink, Father, I believe that had he just put his eyes back on you in that moment of fear that he had, that moment of I'm going under, I'm drowning, I can't do this, Father. I just pray so much, Father, that you just be with us in those moments and to keep our eyes on you. Father, worry has to go today. Worry, fear, anxiety, anything that's keeping us keeping us from not having our eyes on you, Father. I just rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And Father, I just pray that you help us, Lord, just to keep our eyes fixed on you. And those things that we need to unsubscribe from, Lord, give us the strength and the power and the courage to unsubscribe from them and to walk into this new chapter of our life, this new season, Lord, where you are bringing us new things, where you are growing us, Father. May we not be afraid, but may we step out of faith, Lord, and say, God, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know where the job's going to come from. I don't know where the finances are going to come from. I don't know how to get out of this mess. Or maybe it's just purely internal and you're living and you feel like an imposter every time you go to church. Father, I pray that you break those chains in the name of Jesus today. And Father, I just pray that you help us to keep our eyes fixed on you because you were the one that called Lazarus out of the tomb. You were the one that raised three days later, Lord. You've conquered death and hell and sin for us. So may we act on that today. May we get honest with another Christian today. May we get honest with our sins, Lord, and not keep it to ourselves. And may we truly live this life of faith out loud. In Jesus' name, amen.